Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy, Drew. Y'all, it is fucking November. It is November. This is crazy. It is November 2021. It's like, where did the time go? I keep... I feel like I'm going to wake up and it's going to be like 2019 or something. I'm like, it is really like 2020. We're about to be in 2022. And it's like, I just can't believe where the time went. I'm like, has the time been going fast for y'all? Or do y'all feel like it's been going slow? You know? I feel like it's been flying by. Anyway, I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this week we have, I have a special guest this week. And you're about to hear that conversation we had. So I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, leave comments. If you want to send me an email, you can send me to send me an email at Drew One. Wait, Drew Presents One at gmail.com. Sorry. Um, and as far as my week, my week has been really like low key. You know, we just had Halloween. I had I didn't get any trick or treaters, but I also live in a building where um you can't just walk in here. Like you have to have like. You know, it's like a you have to ring a bell. And it's kind of like some high-tech shit. Like, it's not like the typical bells. Like, when you were in New York City, you just press, like, 1A and you hit the... No. You got to, like, go in, find my name, and all this extra shit. It's nothing, like, easy to do. So, it's funny. Most people, when they come here, I just go get them. Because I'm like, there's no point of you just pressing all those damn buttons. You just text me, yo, I'm outside. Um... But anyway, yeah, I didn't dress up. I didn't do anything for Halloween this year. It was really, you know, low-key. I feel like COVID is still around. Like, hello, people. Let's remember this. Um, but yeah, so for the most part, really low-key week for me. Um, you know, just working on some stuff for the house. And um, I need to... I'm going to have to add a, add a deck to the back of my house. So... Um, once the house is finished, then I'll do that. So hopefully I could get a good price. So if y'all know of anybody, let me know in New Jersey, maybe Pennsylvania, New York, hit a brother up and let him know. In the event, hit, I'm not going to hold you guys because I'm sure you guys want to hear the show and the conversation. Roll the tape. Hey y'all, what's up? I have my special guest here with me, the one and only Carrie Clark. I wish I had an applause button. That would be added. That would what? That'd be nice to be added in. I agree. You know, maybe I should do some research because you know this is a little podcast, and she is growing. But you know, maybe I could look into investing into an applause button, or you know, maybe I can hire an assistant or something to like get get this working. You know, get these buttons. Hire an assistant. <laughs> it's bad enough I gotta edit this ish. So how you been? This is did I say your name? I said your name. Uh huh. You said it. Yeah. I how you been? It. Haven't heard from you in a while. The people that listen, the podcast listeners. Oh hi, What's podcast new with listeners. You? How all y'all doing? What you been? I probably got to? some of y'all numbers. Um. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> How did you get their um, numbers? The people were interested to know. Was it at a bathhouse? No, I, I don't do those. <laughs> I, don't do, <laughs> I don't do those. Okay. You know, I'm I'm a good Christian. I'm a Christian. I stay by those roots. All right, come on, Christian. 
I heard that. Yes. Okay, so anything you want to share with us been up to, or you're, you're okay with not telling your business? Because some people don't want people to know what they're doing. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm working on a few things uh, to set up. Um, I don't want to do anything prematurely. So mm-hmm. I'll say it's a couple things that are in the works. And um, okay. it's going to be and it's going to be interesting. Like, you know, hopefully a good yes. rest of the year and, you know, good 2022. Yes, come on now. I, could you believe it's November 1st? I mean, this video will be out November 3rd, but it's November 1st. And wow. <laughs> like, I, I still can't believe it's 2021. I think 2020 was such a horrible year that I'm like, wow, we're about to go into 2022. Yeah, so it's kind of like we almost had like a year off right? with the pandemic for 2020. So, yeah, 2022 coming in crazy and fast. It's, you know, of course, I mean, it's, I think it's just a blessing that we're even here, especially due to all the people yeah. dropping due to COVID and all that right. stuff. Right. So it's right. a blessing. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Okay, well, I'm going to go into like some random questions that I was just looking up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask questions. So um, if you don't feel comfortable answering any of them, just say pass. And um, I guess I'll answer because we'll both answer. Um, So the first question I'm going to ask is, what's your worst habit? Um, hmm. Worst habit. Uh no God. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go first? Uh, maybe you should. Maybe I'll be okay. able to kind of think. Think of something? Okay. Yeah. So my worst habit, I think, some I play things down. Like no matter what it is. Whether it's like in my prof- you know, my professional career or if it's with people that I deal with, you know, just in my personal life. I think I play things down. I make everything, like, so easy. Because, for an example, today at work, they had asked me about something. Like, they just asked what I did. And I just made it seem like it was so small. But in reality, I do a lot, okay? But I made it, like, oh, I just do this and this and this and this. And I feel like I'm always downplaying myself. You make it, so I think, like, kind of nonchalant. Right, and I'm I'm like I need to work on that because I really need to present myself in a in a matter of like no, this is me. Just I'm here in your face. Like what I do is what I do, and I'm the shit. You know, you know, not to be cocky. I don't be cocky. To be cocky, but I think at some points we do need to be cocky because I think did you watch Insecure last night? I did. I did. Okay. So watching it, I was like, I feel like she just always, sorry, she always just seems to be so positive whenever she's like talking about her, you know, herself for a little, I mean, she, of course she's awkward, but I feel like she just seems to be very like driven and very positive. And sometimes I'm just like, ah, this little old thing or no, 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 no. And I just need to really, I think it's funny because I think we talked about this on a podcast, but maybe we were talking just in our personal um, chatting or conversation, I should say, when I said, I feel like when people say, oh, you have this, and we always say, stop, no, no, and accept the compliment as opposed to 
throw like no, I don't have that. Stop it. In reality, right. you should accept the compliment and own it and say, Yes, I did work my ass off to get this five hundred thousand dollar home, if that's what you've done. Yeah, well some, you know, some will get on their backs to get that five, you know, hundred thousand dollar home. I mean, some even on their stomachs. Who knows? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, that. that's the thing. You know, but right, shout out exactly. to those girls. Do it like the show be there. <laughs> hey. So do you have a habit or no? Um, I would say uh, that I'm pretty bad with procrastination. Okay. Like, I'm a major, and I think it's like, because I, I was always told as a Scorpio thing, like, you know, for those who believe in astrology, okay. that I happen to have, you know, Scorpios tend to have those uh, procrastination issues. I try my best to fight out of it, you know, but it's like, right. you know, it's it's like, a, it's a devil. It really is. I'm going to name, I'm actually like, just like I was talking to you about Jojo, how she named her depression. A name. I'm gonna name my procrastination Billy, and Billy just, yeah. Billy just is. He will make me like be chained, like he's ball and chain. Ball and chain. Okay. You think that? So you think the procrastination comes from the depression a little bit? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I wouldn't say procrastination. And depression are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not one and the same. I wouldn't say those two are mutually exclusive. But, um, right. I don't think. I don't. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that. Um, you know, it's it's just it's something that pulls on you but like I said I think depression is way worse depression literally will have you you ever get in a depression mode you know depression literally will have you like I ain't doing nothing like see I'll procrastinate but I'll still do what my what I've set out to do it's just that I won't do it at the time I'm supposed to do that I said I was gonna do it so that's what happens but depression will literally have you like I'm not doing anything like I'm tired I'm not doing nothing I'm just gonna leave it be like F everything okay Makes sense. I was going to say, I think, I mean, in some capacity, I would think, though, depression could um, cause you to halt. So it could be one of the reasons why procrastinations might pop, pop up. Could be possible. Just my thoughts. It's possible. Um, it's possible. So, I, so when I read this question, I thought, I said, wow, what an odd question. It says, what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? <laughs> and when I read that, I was like, the strangest thing in your refrigerator. Right. So, like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, there's nothing really strange in my refrigerator. So, I figured I should say, what's the strangest thing I saw in someone else's refrigerator? Because my refrigerator is pretty much normal. I mean, there's milk, eggs, cheese, juice, water. The strangest thing I've seen in someone else's refrigerator probably was a roach. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a roach. Oh, not... oh my God. 
It was the Roach. So I mean, but was well, he like? Was he was like he preparing the dinner or like? No, I don't know what he was doing in there, but clearly it was a home that I was not going to eat at or even stay at. <laughs> Just decided to make to leave, you know, not for me. Yeah. So, what's the strangest thing you've seen in a refrigerator? Um, or in your refrigerator, I should say. Strange things in my refrigerator. Um, I was str- I wouldn't say anything's weird in my because I don't have anything weird in my refrigerator. But the strangest thing I think I've ever seen in a refrigerator is Listerine. Listerine. Somebody put Listerine <laughs> in the refrigerator. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I guess they like it cold. Maybe so. Or do you think they were just drinking it straight? Like, it was, like, shots. You know, because, you know, Listerine, Listerine can be alcohol, so. Right, that's what I was saying. They might be taking shots of it, depending on, you know, depending what type of person what. you are. You know, depending if you're broke, if you're on the poverty line. It just depends, because people do the craziest shit nowadays. That's true. They do. They do some of the stupidest shit. Like, I swear, you know, you could really literally be around somebody who is dyslexic and you just know. I'm like, did you pull, Did you go take the test for dyslexia? Because I could just tell something's wrong. <laughs> you so stupid. That's not fair. Because you know what? I think I have a slight case of being a little dyslexic. Because I be, I be flipping shit. I'm like, Drew, what are you doing? But you know what? I'm going to work on it. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. And I'm gonna get this down. I'm gonna stop effing this ish up. Um, I do have one more, but I feel like I don't even have an answer for it. Um, like off the top of my head, but it says if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Mm-hmm. And when I think of three things to wish for, I guess the 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 first thing I guess I think about is probably for there not to be death. Because who wants people to die? Like, it's so annoying, right? It's it's emotional. It's uh, it's very heavy, right? Then, of course, you think of, oh, I want to be rich. Like, give me all of the money and give me all of this. But then you get all of this money and then people just want your damn money. So, and then I think, so I guess what I'm saying is death. I guess money. And then... My third thing probably would just be to be happy because I feel like all of this money and people could not die. But if you're not happy, then what do you have? Right. I guess a bitch with bad acne, everyone Ooh. overpopulation, and just a lots of money. Probably so. I mean, I think. Wait, you say, wait, what's the third one? Right, so I said so it would be for death, so to not be death, right? Um, so for me to be rich and then to be happy. Okay. So not having to worry about things like depression, anxiety, um, you know, because we have mood swings sometimes as individuals. We go up, down, and all this around. And if someone would have told me at 18, you would have all these different emotions at 35, I would say you're absolutely wrong. 
but clearly I didn't know shit at 18. I agree. I think, you know, the one thing they always say about the, you know, human mind is that, you know, usually, you know, develops like 10 years, every 10 years, it tends to develop. Right. So, you know, when we turn, I'm sure when we turn 10, we didn't have the same thought process at 20. And now we turn 30. Um, and we'd have the, we don't have the same thought process at 30 that we have at 20. I mean, some of us do, but, you know. Um, right. For those who, you know, are trying to, you know, seek things, you know, maturely and spiritually and just looking at things in a different perspective, we get older, you know, but you know, life is truly a learning curve and it's a, it's a, it's a learning lesson. I think every day we learn new things about ourselves. Yeah, I agree. So do you have three wishes or you don't? I do have um, three wishes. Okay. So let's hear them. Um, I would wish to get my projects out into the world. Mm. Um, I would wish for positive mental health and I would wish for a thousand more wishes <laughs> yeah, we used to say that when we were little. I remember that. I forgot all about positive wishing that could keep on wishing for. That makes so much sense because you could get more wishes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Get more wishes. Um. So my friend had wrote this on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of funny. She was like, groceries are high, gas is high, I'm high, everything is just high. Lord have mercy. So, I mean, clearly we know that gas is on the rise. So for people that are taking the train and the buses and taxis, or, you know, for you bitches that are walking, um, what? Not for bitches that are walking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends on where you're at. Because if you're in the city, I feel like I guess you expect people to walk, right? Which is fine. I mean, my ass probably needs to be walking. But I feel like gas is getting ridiculous at this point in time. Gas is almost $4, okay? Right. And it's ridiculous how much gas is. Like, what is going on? Gas is through the roof. Anytime Anytime I go to a gas station, I'm, like, scared. Right. You're just like, okay, fill it up. Because there's no point of even... I don't know if people remember this, because obviously we were... I don't know if we were chosen, but I remember gas being around $3 when I was maybe about... I might have been 16, I believe, or something like that. And I remember my uncle talking about it. Or our uncle talking about how gas was so expensive. And I'm like, what are they talking about? I mean, you put $20, it's $20. And I didn't really get the concept of per gallon because obviously I didn't have a car, you know? Right. But I'm just like, wow, I remember like 2008 when gas was like $5 and 
almost $6 and people were really losing their minds. So I'm like, are we headed back into that direction where, where it's just so expensive? And we're going to the Great Depression? Right. I mean, if you look at it now, I think when I was at your house a few weeks ago, I told you how many people I saw on the line at these little food pantries. And I didn't know what was going on. Not the food pantry. Yeah, it was, it was food pantries. And I think there's nothing wrong with food pantries. Like, if you need food, you should go to one of those. But first of all, that line was so long. Like it was around the corner. And I was like, wow, like, people were really out of food. It's crazy. Even though I know some people go there and they really have food, but they be just playing games. But I was like, wow. Is this what we've come to? But, I mean, I guess you look in New York. There's so many damn bums on the ground anyway. Like, well, yeah, you know the homeless population is is ridiculous, really. Like, you can never right and right. It's, it's... And we should never be like it's. It's very easy to become homeless. Let this be very clear to the people that's listening, and that's something that I pray never happens to me, because I feel like you look in certain areas and it's like. All of the homeless people that's laying on the ground, it looks like, wow, it looks like if if the sheets were clean, you would think that you was in Macy's shopping for sheets in some of these streets. It's the truth. You are crazy. I cannot. It's the truth. <laughs> shopping for sheets. You would think oh, in some of, these, some of these places. You'd be like, wow. Mm-hmm. You just see blankets and sheets and pillows. <laughs> well, don't forget about tents. I thought it was more so a campsite. Well, right, when we was in L.A. Right. You would think it was the last act sale or whatever you call them things. I don't know. Um, okay, let me go into these topics. So let's go into topic number one. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about semen retention because this seems to be something that's on the rise. Do you know what semen retention is? Semen retention. I mean, so semen retention is something that's going on with a lot of men now. I believe, I forgot, what's the guy that, the rapper that lost a lot of weight? What's his name? Damn, I can't Um, think of his name. Rapper who lost a lot of weight. He was walking around the stage recently with his pants all the way down. His butt looked... Oh, Kevin Gates? You're right, Kevin Gates. He was just talking about how he doesn't ejaculate he just likes to get the woman off like because okay so what they're saying is semen retention basically it helps you have clearer thoughts you sleep better it improves your focus and concentration on lots of things so a lot of guys nowadays are no longer ejaculating whether that means by themselves or with their partner so I was thinking maybe we should take a pledge. What do you think? Um, I think that that is a very, very hard pledge. <laughs> you don't pledge allegiance a... to the flag no more, bitch. <laughs> I never pledge allegiance to it anyway. Right. Mm-mm. Facts. Right. Uh-uh. Yeah, I can have that. So, okay, so you feel like the plot, so to do it, so to do it for 30 days, you think that would just be too long and you wouldn't be able to accomplish that? Um, 
it would be hard as hell, like I'm telling you, but I mean, it's something I probably can try for. Okay. It's hard, though. I know it's going to be hard. I mean, it is November. And what do we know about November? That it's cold outside? (laughs) No, not November. But also, this is your birthday month, so that might actually be kind of extremely hard for you. Because... Who right. want birthday sex, right? Exactly. Maybe you could take a week off and then, like, you know, kind of give like a, a one week notice or something, and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do the week. I can pledge for the to the week. You can pledge for the week. Okay. Yes. Maybe a week that'll work for you. Yeah. So a lot of people were saying that this is really good. So I was following this guy, and he was just saying it was so dope, and he felt like it was the best thing since sliced bread. And I was like, wow, maybe I should really try it. I haven't attempted to try it. Um, But I, and actually one of our friends did it. I don't know, I can't say his name on here, obviously. But one of our friends did it. And that's like my thoughts. I felt so fresh and I felt energetic. He was like, it was so good. He did, I think, I believe he did it for 60 days. And he said he felt so much better and he would actually do it again. And I said, wow. But he said, baby, when I released, <laughs> he said, bitch, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, can I can imagine, imagine, though. 60 days? Yeah, I can imagine, though. 60 days. That's a long-ass time. That is. A long-ass long time. Okay, so I was talking to a friend. So, you know, obviously, we're we're approaching... Well, I think we are in it now. The gray sweatpants season, right? Mm-hmm. Where us as men, bruh, eye candy for the season. Oh, my <laughs> like, Ooh, what's there? Oh, there's nothing. He ain't got shit. <laughs> but remember, some people are growers or not showers. And then some people also <laughs> will purposely put stuff there just so people can see something. But anyway, we're not going to get into A little sock that. action. Right, Exactly. Um, but I was talking with a, a co-worker and she was like, yeah, my um, my husband went to work with gray sweatpants on. And I said, oh. And she said, I was just looking at him like, what is he doing? Like, first of all, why are you going to work like that? So it brings up the question, if you are in a relationship, should your man wear gray sweatpants to work? <laughs> um... Mm-hmm. I would say no, only because most of the time you know what you're doing with the the sweatpants, right? So I would say no. You know he should it's not. A hard no. Yeah, it's a hard no. He should not go there with that. If he does go there with that, you burn his ass up. So my so my initial thought is okay. We shouldn't be policing what others are wearing to, you know, their place of business. If they, they should go as comfortable as they want to be when they go to work. So if you're able to wear sweatpants to work, then why does it even matter, right? Right. Why should it even, why should we even care? And obviously, if you do, obviously, if you're a man and you have a penis, more than likely something is going to show there. Now, whether that's small, big, large, micro, or there's nothing there, because... <laughs> 
you know, we've seen that happen. Um, it just looks like a fat <laughs> coochie. But anyway, um, <laughs> when I think that we just shouldn't police what people were wearing because then is that like is that like when a woman goes to work, should we be like, well, that top is too low, or I don't want you wearing those new sneakers? So I feel like we shouldn't police what people were wearing, but I do think that you should be respectful. So I do think if your partner is saying to you, "Hey, listen." I don't want you to wear that to work. It just offends me. Please don't wear those. Then I think that you should be considerate and be like, all right, I'm not going to wear these. Maybe I won't wear gray. I'll wear black because then this way maybe you won't see it as much in black sweatpants. It might blend a little bit more. Who knows? Um, I guess that's a fair compromise. But like I said, like if you're like putting on sweatpants to go to work and you know that what's the call that your dick is the cause of action stuff you know what you're doing so you're not playing like coy like so that's a disrespectful thing but but couldn't the man then wear compression pants underneath the sweatpants and well he can wear compression yeah like if he wears compression pants then sure okay so then i guess that could be a compromise as well like I just want to go to work really comfortable. Okay, put compression pants on so then, so that we know for sure nothing is actually showing there. So it looks like, okay, you're just at work showing. Or you can wear a long shirt. Right. Yeah. So I think that we, sh- I just think we shouldn't police them. And I, I told my friend, I said, so what are you going to do now? Does that mean you're going to wear some tight ass Spanx? To work, <laughs> she was like, "I'm thinking about it because this camel toe needs to be shown." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, camel toe is in season. I know, but I'm just thinking, like, is that something that we that people like? Like, why are you looking at that? Why right. do we have to turn everything into a sexual thing? Like, why can't it just be? Okay, he has on sweatpants and he's at work and he's chilling, or she's at work with her stretch pants on and it's fine. Why do we have to make everything sexual? Because most people, because mo- yeah, I was gonna say it's human nature. Most people do. They like true. to turn things sexual. This is very true. Okay, um, this question I actually got from someone. It says. How do you know if you have a bad roommate or a good roommate? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody seriously asked that question? They damn sure did, child. Oh. Totally <laughs> <laughs> um, joke for you people that's listening. I can't. How do you know you have a good roommate or a bad roommate? You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So I would say a good roommate is someone that, because I would just assume that you guys are splitting the bills, right? And Mm -hmm. you maybe are splitting the the food expenses. You're splitting everything for the most part because it's a roommate, right? Or maybe you you have your food. I have my food. Because I know when I had a roommate once upon a time, it um that's how we did everything was just split besides the food like you did your food i had my food and then mm-hmm. we pay a good roommate is someone that pays their rent timely um 
make sure they clean up after themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, buy scandals because I think, depending on the person, I feel like because I feel like people who have BL right, so people don't really realize that they have odors. Now, when I say BO, doesn't mean that you stink, but you might just smell like construction paper. You might smell like markers. <laughs> you might smell like. <laughs> what is construction <laughs> paper? <laughs> oh, you, might... you might smell like Old Spice, and Old Spice might not be my mix. You know what I mean? Like, this is right. something that I've I learned early because I remember. I hate to call my roommate, but he used to wear this stink ass diesel color so bad to me. So I was like, look, how don't we just get vanilla candles? Because we both like the smell of the scent of vanilla to have the house smell like vanilla because your cologne is so strong and I don't like how it smells. So we agreed. And so that's why I said candles. Like I think candles is a good thing to to invest in, or maybe glade plugins or I personally like Bath and Body plugins. I don't like Glade. Uh, it's a little too cheap for me. But anyway. Um, Not too cheap. So I would say that's a good mate, a good roommate. I would say a bad roommate is someone obviously that doesn't pay timely, um, that's not cleaning up behind themselves. Um, you know, not respectful or privacy or maybe their, their noise level was too loud for yours. So I just think overall a bad... I feel like you wouldn't know if they're a bad roommate. And if they're bad, then they should get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, I get you. I see your point. To the point. Right. Well, I hope whoever asked that question about the bad roommate thing and stuff like that listens to your advice. As mm. um, They probably need it. They probably really need it because, you know, I know a lot of these people, you know, I'll just talk about my roommate experience and stuff like that. When I have a roommate, I had a roommate who is just messy, just messy, a hot messy. ass, need to get themselves in line and stuff like that emotionally. Like, it's just a lot. Wow. Yeah, and that can be, you know, really frustrating. Okay. Wow. Sounds a little personal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop. stop. Um, Yeah, I I just think that also whenever, I think whenever you're dealing with other, when it's people, even I feel like in a relationship, because I feel like with me living with, you know, my partner, I think the most difficult part is probably the issue that we had was dishes. Like, he doesn't like to wash dishes, right? I'm more mm-hmm. of the dishwasher, but he's more of the cook, and I'm not. Like, I don't want to cook. He prefers mm-hmm. to cook. But I, when I do cook, I cook and wash dishes as I cook. He okay. just cooks, and then all the dishes are in the sink. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so now we're eating, and now there's a whole bunch of dishes in the sink. It just it just irks me that that happens. So I would say to all of you people that are looking to <sighs> cohabitate, or if you're looking for a roommate, or whatever the situation is, just be cautious of what you're getting yourself into, because sometimes it could be a little frustrating. 
it can be really frustrating. And you don't know. But I do think that overall it is rewarding because at least then you don't have to worry about... So let's just say your rent... Let's be realistic. Uh, if you have a two-bedroom apartment probably in New York City, your rent is probably about $4,000. So, you know, you have, you have to say $2,000 each definitely helps you out as far as the rent, you know? Um, okay. So I guess it has, it has its perks in it. So maybe if those perks can outweigh the bad, then you should probably be in a good space. Okay, I get that. I think also that, you know, when you live with people, you have to, you know, learn how to respect each other. Mm-hmm. That's a very important, you know, I think aspect of any, you know, of any, you know, type of like, you know, like whether it's friendships, roommates, relationships, you just have to have respect. Right, right, and, I agree. You know, as I said, like, you know, if you lack respect or, you know, maybe don't really have great home training, you might not get it. So, but I'm not. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, but I know your listeners are not like that. So, you know. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, the one thing I did when I did have a roommate, he used to like to sleep nude. And (laughs) I remember, like, you know, we were, we were friends. So, it was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I would go in his room, and he would just be laid out butt-ass naked. So then I had to realize, like, okay, this is his personal space. Like, I need to knock and not just walk in, you know? So that's something that I think people need to be conscious about as well as, you know, personal space and if my door is closed. I mean, he didn't care, but I just felt like for my eyes, I don't want to see your hairy-ass butt. You know what I mean? Like, so no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, oh, just Okay, so before we get into the last topic, this is kind of something I'm just throwing in here. Um, I had asked some people, but I wanted to know, what what do you think, like, okay, on a daily basis, right, no matter who you are, whether you're a top, bottom, verse, whatever, how often do you think about sitting on someone's face, putting your dick in someone's mouth, or foot-fucking, or whatever you're into? How often do you think... How long do you think Excuse that? me, we are we are recording. <laughs> wow. That's a daily there's for a, me. There, there's an audience. Um <clears throat> so anyway. <laughs> so how often do you feel that how often do you feel like most people think about it? Um <laughs> well if you're a, if you're a man, you know, like which we are, I tend to think that sex is kind of on the brain, like almost like hour by hour, really, or almost probably minute by minute. You would think, but even after you've released the nut, you would think the man would be thinking about sex right after. No, usually when well, I can I can only speak for myself. When I release right. a nut, I usually feel dirty afterwards. Honestly, I'd be like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. what the fuck did you just do? Like, and then. You know, and so I sit to your mind for me. You're like, okay, like, oh my god, this is nasty. And then, probably like ten minutes later, I'll be like, okay, like, no, that that was good. But first, <laughs> I do do that weird shit. I'd be like, oh my god, this is so fucking nasty. Like, what the fuck? 
I know it's the weirdest thing in the world, but that is how I truly, honestly feel. But you know, I'm a I'm a Scorpio, so because I was talking about this with my other my homegirl, who you'll see at my mm-hmm. birthday party. Um, okay. I was talking about, about her, and she was telling me even herself. She was like, "I just be like thinking about it like all the fucking time." I was like, "I think that's because we're Scorpio." Because she's a Scorpio too. I was like, "I think it's just because we're Scorpios. Like we kind of have that." Right, very frequently ish, supposedly. Right, because I wouldn't think I wouldn't think that women really are like, what's the call? But you know, we definitely have, uh, you know, those conversations. I'm like, oh, oh, are you just as you know as me? Yeah, yeah. One of my friends, I asked her. I said, "How often do you think about sitting on a guy's face?" She said, "Daily." And I said, oh, wow. <laughs> she was like, I mean, I just love it. Like, I love to suffocate a face. And I said, well, okay. It makes sense. I think for me, though, I think that um, I do think that men think about it a lot. I do think I don't think that it's as much as men try to portray it to be. Now, obviously, there's some people out there with sex addictions. So I feel like for them, probably yes. But I feel like for probably uh a major part of the uh, oh. yeah you can hear me yeah I hear you now sorry okay so for the I feel like for the um, majority of the population of men I feel like they're not thinking about sex 24-7 I think it's impossible because a lot of them can't even keep their dick up so <laughs> I think it's impossible for them to really be sitting there saying yes I am thinking about sex 24-7. I just think it's impossible. For, at least for me, I would say. Right. I, I, so. Like I said, I think it's, it's something that that, I don't know if you think about it 24 hours a day, I think it, but it is something that you think about a lot. Could be possible, yeah. Or maybe it just it depends on what your relationship status is, too. You know? Right. Yeah, I think it, it, I definitely say it's an individual thing too. Right, right. Okay, so before we hop up on out of here, because you know we ain't got a lot of time, and it's almost seven o'clock. Um, <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry, I just got a text message. Um, so I was I was talking about growth, right? And I feel mm. like. You know, we always talking about how much we grow, and I think we even mentioned it earlier in the podcast. But how important do you think growth is, especially in today's society? Do you think that I think like that you know the generic answer is yes, we should grow, right? But do you think it's like really important for you to grow in these times now? Um, I I do believe that um growth is so important um but as i was saying earlier you know every day truly is a a learning experience and i think that the lessons that we take from day to day you know it it actually helps us grow as a person because usually if you do something and you're like next time i'm going to do it better and see that's a part of growth right and right. um, that is important. I think, you know, every day, as like I said, as we grow, I mean, I would say as we grow, we tend to evolve and we just, you know, well, some people, but for the people who want to, you know, achieve that, you know, I think that, you know, you do grow and you evolve from everyday learning lessons, honestly. Right. 
Right, because I think even I think growth. Because I think people think that it's supposed to be something that's like this big major. Oh my god! Like I had this this moment, and I think it could just be something as simple as deciding to uh, take a detour to work. Like maybe you're used to going up Apple Street, and then you just said, "You know what? I never went up Elm Street." And being that you just you have your daily routine, and you're just used to going up that one street. And you decide to deviate. That just means that now, possibly, you're willing to um, accept the challenge. Because I think most people are like, "I don't want to get lost." You know, right. I need to find. I need to have this straight path, and I need to see exactly what it says. I know to know exactly where it's going, and I'm going to this part, and this is where it needs to be. And I was reading this quote, and I can't remember everything that it said, but it was kind of lengthy. But what stood out to me about the quote was that it said, we have so many things in our mind, right? We, we're trying to make a decision on, let's just say you want to, um, I don't know, say you want to go on a date, right? But that's kind of funny because that brings it kind of ties into insecure. But um, <laughs> let's just say you want to go on a date, how you'll overthink things, right? Instead of you just saying... You'll be in a conversation. What should I wear? Like, oh, this looks good together, but then this looks good together. Instead of you just saying, "Let me take this one step at a time," put on some shoes, put on a pair of jeans or whatever you're gonna wear, and just wear it. Why do we overthink things, right? We just we get caught up into these these moments and in our thoughts, and it becomes this big ass windmill that's blowing, and then you're just like, "What the hell is going on?" All I really needed to do was just put on an outfit. This is the first date, or maybe it's the fifth date. Who knows? But we put so much thought into these things. Sorry. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, did it? Was it doing auto tune? T Pay? It was doing auto. Yeah. I was like, uh oh. Love it, love it. Yes, Like, okay. <laughs> Wait, so I think that we have, um, what I was saying was that I think we just put too much into certain things. And in reality, we just need to simplify it. So your next step should just be your your best move. Let's not think about what, let's go in order, right? Let's not worry about step 15 when we're at step three. Why are we concerned with step 15? Bitch, you ain't there yet. So why are you concerned with that? Wait till you get there. Relax. Okay. I agree. But you know, we'll all we'll we all will get there and hopefully soon. Hopefully I, soon. I I would hope so. I think that yeah, we as human beings just tend to, you know, I think that that's kind of a part of life, especially when you know you live in like kind of a fast paced life in a fast paced world, like the states, you know, we come from. And stuff right. like that. And, you know, you're just so used to things. Like, I was thinking about that. Like, somebody had posted a meme. And they were saying, when you think about it, you can see why some people stress out or go crazy. You have to think about making sure all your bills are paid. You know, we try to make sure that our, our uh, what's the call, are stable. <laughs> we try to make sure that, you know, our relationships are stable. Right. Um, you know, work is stable. You know, it's 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 so many things in our lives that we have we try to do on the daily. That's, you know, that's that's hard to sometimes keep up with. Right, right, and then and then there's no manual. No one teaches you how to navigate through life as a man over thirty. 
No one tells you this. No one. Right. No one t- and that's what I was saying. To, I, I don't know if I said this on the last podcast because I forgot what I said, but I think I might have mentioned it, and I'm sorry for repeating myself, but no one, no one tells you how to... Um, I don't even know if you even conquer back. I don't know if that's the right word, but even death, like no one tells you how to manage someone dying at the age of 35, right? So obviously our grandmother passed away. No one told us that, okay, she's going to pass. Now you need to figure out how to manage this, right? At 35. Because in my mind, the next step is, all right, well, my mother's going to pass away eventually. And now I'm going to be in my mother's shoes. So to see her go through that pain, obviously, it affects you. But no one talks about that. No one talks about those hard, difficult moments. They want to talk to you about babies and being married and, you know, having to pay a car note. But no one tells you about, I guess, the self-care. So, you know, that's why it's good to be in therapy, people. Get you a therapist. (laughs) Yes, get a therapist. It really will help. Especially for these these black men out here that's so against it and they feel like they could just go talk to their, you know, local pastor or their ghetto sister that's on the sixteenth floor. Uh-huh. No, that's not what it that's not what you need. You need someone that's licensed and you need someone that's going to have an unbiased opinion about what you're talking about. And where you don't feel like, oh my God, I'm being judged. You know, right. sometimes we have the craziest thoughts. Yeah, I agree. I think we definitely do. And that is definitely where we need to step up as a community is saying, like, we want to start going to therapy and doing, you know, more to try to help, you know, help out, our, you know, our community. Right. Hey, well, this was a good conversation. You know, as always, I always appreciate you for doing the show with me. No, it's always it's always a pleasure. You know, to I know you're... lend my voice. I know because you're so busy these days. It's like you know, <laughs> not busy, <laughs> booked and busy. Oh my days. goodness! Like I said, I'm. Uh, yeah, I know we had this as a personal conversation, but like right now, I'm listening to a project by the singer JoJo. I just had to plug this a little bit because I just love it so much. The singer JoJo has a project out right now called Trying Not to Think About It. And um, very, very good songs because right now, personally, I'm, you know, feeling like I'm not like, you know, I can honestly admit that I'm feeling transparent. I'm not at my best. I feel I feel like I want to do more. And unfortunately, sometimes um, it gets to my head a bit. So jojo i really just i know you know if she ever hopefully ever heard you know us talking about this i want to thank her so much for bring out a project at a time where i'm feeling exactly how she's feeling on this project you know it's funny because i did actually listen to the album and i almost felt like i was going to be depressed listening to it so i actually (laughs) cut it off (laughs) so i I was like "Ah, this is enough i can't but I did like the um, song that you did reference, not just now, but when we talked before in our private conversation okay. about the um, fresh bed sheets. Right. Yeah. Yes, I did like that song. I will <laughs> feel like that song. 
but the song, the album does appear to be a little dark for me. So, <laughs> so for me, I'm like, eh. okay, right, not right now. No, that's not where I am. I'm on my sunshine and butterfly shit right now. Right, like I said, I think if you're going through something, it is very good. Right. Like, because it's crazy. It's a it's a record on there called Dissolve, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how she's saying like. You know, I, like I need to talk to somebody. I need somebody to kind of give me some guide or some guidance over there because I feel like I'm about to dissolve into these walls. Like I will dissolve into the walls. Uh, that's deep. Right. Oh, I feel like all of it is, is on her project is super deep. Like you said, it is. It can be a bit depressing and it's a little more emo. But right. like I said, I felt like I understand. Like I think if you go through something, you get exactly what she's talking about and the stuff she's feeling. Right. Right, I thought it's definitely a vibe if I'm, like, by myself. I maybe have, you know, burnt some incense from the corner store man. Or... <laughs> not incense. <laughs> I don't think it's that type of project, but... I think I'm... maybe not that deep. Maybe some candles from, you know, Walmart. I'm not sure. But, um... <laughs> no, just some can burn some candles and just, like, ooh... Just relax, you know. Maybe I just took an edible or something, and I'm just in my feelings. <laughs> right, you're in your feel. I think right. the most important thing is how she ends the project with a song called "Lift." And after talking mm-hmm. about all the things and the moods you go through and stuff like that, I think "Lift" is the song we just like. You know, I've been through all the stuff, but I'm gonna lift myself up, and that's important. Right. Right, to go, like you said, to go through that and acknowledge it and manage it and then come out of it and be like, okay, don't stand, don't stay in that state because if you stay in that state, who knows what can happen. Right. It has, and it's a lot of people, as I said, like a lot of people out there that mentally just are not strong. So that's why I said now that, you know, like I said, I have feelings of anxiety and different things like that, I feel like I get it. You know, I get it. And it can really, truly happen to anybody. Of course, like I said, I just try to lift myself out of it and say, start pushing yourself and do what you have to do. But there's so many people out there who don't, unfortunately, get out of that. And then they right. end up going into dangerous territory. Like, they'll get into real bad things and, you know their lives are now fractured and ruined because of how, you know, bad they got off. Right. Right. So, like you like you saying, it's best to, like we just said, it's best to manage it and be aware of it and do your best to get out of it. And if not, call on, just call on someone or pull on someone that can, you know, that can help you get out of that state so at least you're here. Right. And able to tell your story. Exactly. All right. Well, guys, that's the show. As always, I appreciate you guys. Let's give it up for CJ. Let's give him some <laughs> claps, people. <laughs> so, guys, again, I'm available on all. Sh- Let me stop. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Because if you're listening to this shit, obviously you're listening to it on some streaming site and you're loving the content. So 
as I always tell you people, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. And I will catch you guys next week. Good night. Good night, y'all.